Namaste, everyone, and welcome to the Jai Bhakti Yoga podcast, where we share information on all things yoga, Ayurveda, and well-being lifestyle. I am excited to share these resources, insights, interviews, and so much more as we grow together on this wonderful journey of well-being. I am your host, Christina Andrini, founder of Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation and JBYU School of Yoga and Ayurveda. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our blog on Tumblr, as well as to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all the fun social media channels where we share some of the tips and insights and resources from our podcast and vice versa on here. Now let's go ahead and begin with today's episode. I am announcing our membership over on the JBYF site for you to join us and get all of the resources for you. They will be provided for you as always. So take a look at that. And um, the membership also includes chair yoga, bilingual classes for our Spanish-speaking community, and so much more. So please check that out. Now, today we are focusing on diet according to your dosha with an emphasis on Agni. Agni, 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 your fire, your sacred fire. As we continue our series on Ayurveda as a natural way to restore health and well-being, it's part of our fight against COVID-19 and all of its cohorts. So welcome back, everyone. And so today's episode, we're focusing on Agni. Today, we're focusing on Agni, which is the digestive fire. So you're going to want to have a pen and paper ready to take down some notes as well as this will be on the blog that will be posted immediately after this conversation that we're having. So I presented some resources in last week's episode, and you can go back and see it on last week's episode on Instagram Live TV, as well as in the podcast, and the email newsletter as well, as the blog helps to give you information about boosting your immunity for all three doshas, each one separate and what modifications are respectively. And the books that I shared as well are also posted on the blog and in the post from last week. So you have those resources available to you immediately. All right. And I'll post them again um, when we're done as well. So um, they're also for my um, Ayurvedic yoga teacher trainers. They're in there as well as in the Facebook group. And Dreamer, I see you're here. So if you're not in the JBYF yoga teachers group, you better get in there, friend, because you have your information accessible to you. And if you go to smile.amazon.com and choose Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation as one of your charitable organizations of choice, that also helps us to spread the message and the word that we are sharing in giving this information out for people to heal themselves. It's very important that people learn how to heal themselves. So I'd like to start with a quote from the Ayurvedic text. This text is known as the Shadak Samhita, Sustrasana, and I also have a link for that. There's a free one online that you can go and you can read all about these medical resources. You can discover more insight about your doshas, your constitutions, any ailments that you're having. You can look them up and it'll give you a lot of information on how to treat yourself as well as to prevent anything from happening in the future. 
So this quote says, without perfect diet, medicine is of no use. With proper diet, medicine is of no need. Without proper diet, medicine is of no use. With proper diet, medicine is of no need. So what is Agni? The literal translation means fire. It means fire or to ignite. It is responsible for our digestion, our metabolism, and conversion. According to the Ayurvedic texts, it is the heat that processes our body's temperature, our radiance, our biochemical transformations, as well as our lifespan, our complexion. It's our strength, enthusiasm, vitality, and our energy. And it also helps with our health and immune system. Hi, friend. Yes. And so it is vitally important. And when functioning poorly, it can cause or lead to what are known as disease and disorders within the body. Agni is respective to each of our doshas and perfect Agni is known as Sama Agni. Sama meaning perfect health. And we know that we have our three doshas, Vata, Pitta, and Kapha. And each of them have their own Agni. (laughs) So Vishama is relative to Vata Agni, or I'm sorry, Vata is (laughs) relative to Vishama Agni. And this also tends to lend itself to irregularity, kind of goes up and down, it's very fluctuable. And then we have Tikshana Agni, which is associated to our Pitta constitution. And that one has to do with our fire, our digestive fire specifically, all right? And then we have Manda Agni, which also is part of our fire, but that one is our Kapha Dosha. And so we go over these last week, and then we're bringing them up again this week, so you get an understanding of how they correlate with one another. So these three are part of the four main Agnis, all right, which the Maha Agni is known as Jatara Agni. Jatara Agni is the governor of all of the Agnis of which, not to get too complicated now, we go over it in teacher training, we have 13 Agnis. <laughs> so gets broken down even more. But these are the main four. And so Vishama Agni, as we just discussed, is related to Vata Dosha. And it causes irregular appetite. So take note of this kind of relative to you, all right? It causes irregular appetite when variable and can lead to the gunas, which we now know are our qualities. The gunas are qualities, and there's they're coupled, so there's 20 of them in total. And um, this can lead to gas for vata, because gas, vatas are responsible for movement in the body. So it has an upward movement or a downward movement. So if you think about it, if vishama agni is a little bit off kilter, then what's going to happen is you might find some gas, you might find some constipation, okay? Or you might find that there's air in the digestion, okay? Now, the second one that we talk about is Tikshna Agni. And Tikshna is related to the Pitta Dosha, all right? That's our, our fire, our, you know, 
you know, our absolute, like, go-getter. So this is our Pitta Dosha. This is our solar plexus, our Chakra 3, okay? And this one, it is a fast digestion. So you think fire, fire burns quickly, right? And this which is what gives the desire for us to tend to eat large meals and or to eat frequently. So if you find yourself eating a lot, that means you have a very active Tikshana Agni. Most Pitta disorders are caused by this kind of Agni. And it tends to have the gunas of sharp. These are the qualities. Sharp, quick, hot, burning, and hyperacidity. Okay? Manda Agni is relative to Kapha. Okay? And so Kapha Dosha, with Kapha Dosha, food is, tends to be digested poorly. And this will be due to a weak Agni. So the, the fire is a little duller. It's a little weaker. Okay? It's a little slower. And the Datus, which are known as our tissues in Sanskrit of the body. So these are the tissues, not just externally, but internal tissues as well, are formed poorly. So the Gunas for this particular Dosha constitution is going to be dullness. going to be a little bit slower in digestion low appetite, um, laziness, heaviness, and sluggishness, okay? So the Agni we strive for is known as, and this is the main one, is known as Sama Agni. Sama Agni is related to the Tridosha, meaning that it is perfectly balanced. This happens when digestion is regular, Datus are balanced, and all four food functions are normal, okay? In Ayurveda, this is known as perfect health okay so this is reflected in healthy daily routines okay and maintaining a positive mindset a few ways to attain sama agni are by a creating those healthy daily routines which we're going to talk about and then we're going to also move into what's known as circadian rhythm and then ensuring that you're eating healthy, organic, and wholesome foods. You want to be sure you're not mixing the two. So if you're going to go for all organic, stick with all organic. And if you're going to stick with um, fresh foods that are not organic, but they're fresh, then stick with that, all right? But let's work towards not really mixing them together because it actually aggravates your agni a little bit there, okay? So... I've been sharing some meals, and last week I shared about three meals. So you've got breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I'm going to be also sharing some detox teas and recipes going coming forward and going forward into the next couple of weeks. So be on the lookout for that. And if you are not on the email list, I'm going to encourage you to be on it because you're going to get it right away. All right? And um, so I've been sharing these meals to balance out the doshas as well as on my blog. So you can go to the blog as well. They're there. And um, if you go to the Ayurvedic section on the website, you'll see them all there. Okay. So these are also um, sharing healthy yoga classes that will help to move and create some space for the digestive channel. And you can also join us every Monday on Vivaya Live where I do quite a sweet, gentle yoga flow that helps to open up these channels. And then on Wednesdays, I do the same thing, but in the chair. So it's more accessible to everybody. And so with that, if we are not practicing a healthy daily routine, which consists of having you know healthy exercise routine, healthy food nourishment routine, and so on, you know, meditation practices, then this can also 
aggravate. So you want to think about this in the sense of we're not just focusing on the food that we eat because it's not just about the food that you eat. It's about your environment also. It's everything that is we're taking it in. Alochica pitta is one of the subdoshas that governs vision. And it's taking in everything that we see, whether it's us communicating here on the Instagram or on the Facebook or wherever we're watching something, how we're listening to something. When we go outside and we're taking in the environment of the day, all of that, if it's a cloudy day or a, a, a gloomy day, we tend to take that in in a certain way. And if it's a bright and sunny day, we take that in in a certain way. Our visual perception also fuels the energy within ourselves, which also governs how we're processing and digesting this information. And that is also in correlation to how we're nourishing ourselves. So if we're having an argument with somebody, then that is also going to affect how we feel. Some people might overeat and some people might eat um, to calm this, to calm their nerves or other people might not eat at all. So really considering how that affects you from a visual perception, from the way that we're taking things in energetically as well, which would be in our mindset or Brajnakapita. So, you know, thinking about these different like areas of our digestion, excuse me, or that's my vata coming up, right? <laughs> our digestion really does play a, a, a significant role in how we're nourishing ourselves. And so the other thing that I want you to learn about is that we tend to cause a bit of backup in our bodies. And this backup is known as ama. Ama is like that sludge. It's that yuckiness. And it's also the end result of whatever doesn't serve our greatest good. And it goes through the elimination process. And this sludge tends to make your skin look dull, um, maybe a little bit unhealthy, creates a little bit of toxicity in the body. Um, and so it also may or may not help with your bowels. And I know it's a kind of sensitive topic to talk about, especially at this time of day. But if you think about it, when we wake up in the morning, we go through an elimination process and healthy bowels or healthy elimination helps to remove any of the toxicity within the body and then it creates space for new wonderful and vibrant energy and so if we're not going through these healthy spaces of elimination or apana then we're having this blockage and if that can lend to the more vata irregularity known as the constipation and if that's what's happening, then you're holding your, it's, it's building up, it's building up, it's building up. And then how are we supposed to let this out? So really think about that when you are um, eating your foods or what you're putting into your bodies and, and, you know, ask yourself, why, why am I doing this? Why am I putting this into my body? Why do I smoke so much? Why do I drink so much? Like ask yourself these questions and how it's impacting your well-being, your nature. Okay. I'll be sending out a free AMA assessment in next week's email, in this week's email also. And you can see for yourself what, um, you can see for yourself what your unhealthy buildup is. There's a, an assessment on there and you can circle things on there and it's going to tell you um, some tips to reestablish as well. Healthy AMA, healthy elimination. And it will also give you some insights onto how to reintegrate healthy daily routines, both for morning and night, and to support you and keep you disease-free. 
All right. And then I also want to just remind you, you can head over to the website as well and sign up for, for the JBYF email newsletter, because I'm also going to be sending it, like I said, in the newsletter. So you can have that bonus. I'm also going to send you an Ayurvedic diet workbook. Some of you have already received it and have already jumped onto it and started utilizing it. Bonus. Awesome. Love you guys. That's amazing. Keep doing that. Because what's going to happen is you're going to start to really track and see how you're progressing, how you're energizing yourself, your vitality. It's going to share with you so much information just by you're really going to learn your who you are. You're really going to learn more about yourself. In that workbook, I also give you different foods for your specific dosha constitution that you can start implementing and integrating into your diet right away, okay? So it's really a wonderful tool to utilize straight away. And then I'll also be sharing, like I said, some detox teas in the coming week as well as on the Instagram. So be sure to give us a follow so that you'll get the notification and you'll get to have that uh, recipe right away, okay? And so... This daily routines that we're about to chat about are what we call dinacharya, and we have a little process about them that it could, it could, if you're not already doing some of these things, it could be a little extra, but we're going to dive into them next week really thoroughly of dinacharya and how to do a morning routine properly, and there's richucharya, which is the evening routine that we're going to get into because it's going to layer back into what we're talking about today with creating these we're creating these healthy um, diets, all right? So today we're talking about Agni, our fire. So all of this is leading up to this fire that we're talking about, our digestive fire. And, based, and, and these routines are also based on the different seasons. So if we live in cold weather climate, we're going to need to adjust the way that we eat or what we're taking in based on where we're at right now in the circadian rhythm of the seasons alongside with our dosha constitutions. So those of you that are joining us for the February retreat, you're going to learn all about this in person. We're going to go through it along with the sacred drumming that has to do with the elements and the sacred sound. So it's really all going to come together when you see us in February. Um, so if you don't know about that, just head over to the website and also to our Facebook pages and you'll see both myself and Ryan Taylor of Sacred Rhythm Drumming, you'll see all of our information there for that, okay? So your ambition is transformed into purpose, and you need to become the observer, as Dr. Dyer says, becoming the observer. And so utilizing Ayurveda gives you the proper clarity to discover your dharma or your purpose, all right? And it guides yourself on the journey that you are created without those blockages, without that ama, right? In addition, Dr. Dyer says that your authentic self is way beyond the ego. And we've talked about the ego being edging God out, right? So we are allowing ourselves to come into our wholeness. And Ayurveda is our key phrase that we use, in, and Maharishi Ayurveda specifically, is enlivening the inner intelligence within, all right? So sometimes we get caught up in daily life, and this is normal, you know, everyone's guilty of it, myself included. And we're busy being busy. We're, be, we're being really busy and we're not being productive, all right? When we are so focused on being busy, we can work ourselves sick. We really can. We can work ourselves sick. This is, leads to a lot of stress, indigestion, hyperacidity, 
back up. And so when we, when we are busy being busy, we are not being productive. We're working ourselves sick and we can become very irritable. And some of you know these gunas already. So, you know, these qualities, a lot of pitta and, and vata coming up now. So we can become irritable. We can become sharp, cold, coarse, rough, a little bit rough around the edges, maybe. Um, and then also think about you might become very fatigued, very tired, very lethargic. And so if you haven't noticed that these qualities and these different gunas, they mesh into one another they mesh into one another and then you know sometimes a behavior trait can become your personality and then from your personality it becomes your temperament and so on and so forth so it's really important to find and face these experiences before they become something that you really aren't and allow yourself this time to really take in your whole environment and make the changes that you need to make and adjust them so that they are really empowering you. And it can be as simply as just cutting somebody off altogether or removing yourself out of a situation that is not healthy for you. Because you don't want anything that's external, like we just talked about, that you're processing and digesting to aggravate how you're taking in your food and your digestive fire because then it might dull it, it might weaken it, and then you won't be able to process your food correctly. So someone who is airy and charismatic, who might be spacey and happy-go-lucky all the time, can quickly become irritable, sharp, and cold, rough, or which tends to be the imbalance of the vata type that we just talked about. And someone that is ambitious and focused and intellectual and can be um, quickly lose their temper. They can erupt like a little volcano or a big volcano. Um, they can be hurtful. Remember, hurt people hurt people. And they can get what we call hangry. So if they're not eating on a proper time, some of us have been there, you can get pretty hangry, right? Um, so this could be more of our pitta doshas. And someone who is sweet, subtle, and they go... Um, more to that foundational, they're that your, your, your rock, they're that person that's always there for you kind of being, that mama figure or that papa figure, they also can turn a little bit more lethargic, a little bit more uncaring in a way. Um, they lose motivation when they're aggravated or their, their agnes are aggravated. And this tends to be more of our kasha, our kapha uh, personalities. So it's really important to remain balanced and conscious of thought, speech, action, deed, um, our environment, our environmental nourishment. Go outside, take in the energy if it's warm enough for you. Um, vatas, be very mindful that going outside could be a little too cold for you. So you want to really get warm and bundled up. Pittas, this might be your time of year. You might be loving this weather right now. So enjoy it. Get out there and do your thing. And kaphas, I'm motivating you to get yourself out of your energy spaces and go outside and get yourself some of that vitamin D. It's really important to be nourishing yourself. So much love. So, and, you know, we also want to consider the foods of the season. So our food that we eat is going to be seasonal foods. So if you have the luxury of having a farmer's market throughout the week and through the weekend, really great to support your local farmers as well as those are the most nutritional because they're just prepared with so much love and they are pouring themselves into their harvest to then turn around and share with all of you. So it's such a vital exchange of energy. It's really welcoming to go there and support your local farmer's markets, receive that nourishing food, eat the seasonal foods because they're going to nourish you. And 
This is really important because now if we're going through a season of transition or transformation, this is going to affect our Agni in a way that is, um, it could be good and it could be bad. But I'm going to specifically talk about grief. So if anyone is going through grief right now, they've lost loved ones, they've ended relationships, they are ending friendships or changing friendships, changing environments, um, if they're going through traumas, depression, anything that can cause grief, this is something that ends up creating anxiety. Um, some people are going through divorces. Others are going through breakups, heartache. There's a lot. The heart does really have a toll on the entire physiology of the body and specifically grief. And being very sensitive to grief, because like we just talked about, if we're going through something, it's going to affect how we're processing our food, our intake. And this is going to aggravate the Agni, and it's going to stir up the imbalances that we talked about before. And so if we are going through a situation that will cause you to find some sort of depression, some vatas, because vata is so irregular already with their diet, it may cause them to not eat at all or to overeat in certain circumstances. Pitta dosha tend to eat no matter what they're going through. They have to have their three meals a day or they're going to get hangry. So pitta dosha, they might get angry. They might get upset. They might erupt. They might have all of the different things that they're processing or... If they're checking through, say we do a Nadi Vigyan and we check the pulse and we notice that there's a little bit more Vata qualities in Pitta, Pitta may overeat or may not eat at all. So this is very important, which will then cause more aggravation within Pitta Dosha. Kapha personalities might overindulge in eating and they have a sweet tooth. So they might overindulge in what they're taking in on top of be completely unmotivated, so now they're not even working it all out, and because they have a lot of sluggishness and dullness already in their constitution, when it is aggravated, it will cause them to gain more weight, so it won't go anywhere for them, it'll just sit where it's at, and that's why it's important to get them motivated, so when you're in a situation or in a space, you really want to be very conscious of where you're at. So that way you are not hurting yourself or causing more harm. Because ultimately what all this stuff ends up leading to is disease and disorder. And we want to fight that. Remember, we don't want to allow that to come in. We don't want to invite COVID or any of its little counterparts, its little cohorts, little minions to come into our space. We want to create the, the wall and say, no, my friend, you're not coming in. And so it's important to assess your Agni and what you're taking in so that way you're getting yourself into the environment so as to not create aggravation or imbalances within these different types of Agni that we have. Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Yay, welcome, Om. So, as a matter of fact, Om Your Path offers some pretty incredible journeys to go outdoors and hike and tune into nature. I would definitely check her out and what she has to offer because what we just talked about is vital 
to your well-being and to your health and taking those moments to go out into nature and to really appreciate go for a walk be surrounded with uplifting people really helps to empower and enliven that inner intelligence as well as to help you with nourishing yourself like we talked about alochica pitta the subdosha that we see from the perception of visual perception as well as reigniting the fire within or the maha agni which we just talked about jatara agni so there are four points to consider that i really want to share with you i learned this from dr dyer and i think they will help you in uh as you continue to go along your path right and so the four the four points and these what we talked about are how do we create sama agni which is a perfect health and perfect balance of agni well this is how we do it okay starts with reverence for life all right these are the four points write them down the four points reverence for all of life and with that it's known as the respect respect as my beautiful soul brother sam param dretish says respect is the highest form of love respect is the highest form of love so if you are not respecting yourself how are you loving yourself we talk about self love all the time all the time we talk about self love but if we don't have reverence for ourselves and we're not respecting ourselves then where is that love where is that self love so please consider that as one of your first points maybe you jot this down maybe you write this in your journal and then the second one is sincerity sincerity honesty to the self honesty to the self honesty to those around you and in the eight limbs of yoga We have the first two limbs known as the yamas and the niyamas. Within the yamas, which is more of the self section, and then the niyamas is more of the spiritual side, and then they come together and then you go through the other limbs cohesively, all right? However, satya is truthfulness in the yamas. And that truthfulness is that sincerity. And so when you have that sincerity to yourself, it then relies back towards the reverence for oneself because now you have the self-respect and now you have the sincerity within yourself to honor and uphold it. Then you move down into the third point and this will be the gentleness, the kindness and the compassion to yourself. Gentleness being the main point. And so when you're gentle with yourself, you then understand where your boundaries are. You know how to say no consciously and be okay with saying no, knowing what you can take on and what you cannot, and being okay with that. Having your self-respect, having the sincerity, and understanding that you can gently say no because you need to honor yourself. And right now is not the time for you to take on more things. Otherwise, it will then circle all the way back to what we talked about, creating an imbalance. and that imbalance will affect the way that you're taking in your nourishment and therefore affecting the way that you're processing your food and being able to consciously eat healthily and creating a healthy routine lastly is having that supportiveness and that supportiveness is what we call selfless acts of love or seva and a seva is giving without any type of expectation to receive 
giving in purity, love, compassion, and abundance. And that, in turn, will circle back into your own healthy nourishment, whether that's giving a gentle kiss of hugs and affection to someone, your, your loved one, you know, saying, I'm sorry, and honestly just saying, I'm sorry. There's no, I'm sorry for X, Y, Z. No, I'm sorry, or I'm sorry, but none of that. No, having compassion, having I'm sorry to yourself, I'm sorry, body, for not treating you well. Allow me to give you more time. Allow me to sit with you and be present. Maybe it's sitting with you in meditation and listening to what's going on, the inner intelligence. Maybe it's a five-minute yoga class. You know, giving yourself a time to walk in nature and being able to have that reverence, that compassion, that kindness, that gentleness to yourself. That is sincerity. Okay, so lately, there's been a very interesting term being thrown around in the yoga community, and it's known as sankalpa. And so the sankalpa is, to just clarify, it's the intention. It's the Sanskrit word for intention, attention to intention. In Maharishi Yoga Asanas, we begin every single class. And those of you that have been practicing with me now for a very long time, including on YouTube, we have, every single class, we begin with the sankalpa. We sit and we meditate and we breathe. And we set an intention for our practice. The intention can simply be that I am allowing my body to process whatever it's going through. You know, yesterday I went through a very hard time and I was just crying. I was crying and crying and crying and crying. And my body was purifying. It was just allowing itself to purify, to release, to surrender. And I noticed that I got a headache from this crying. And I was going through quite a bit. And I was like, wow, this is a lot of energy moving. I also noticed I wasn't able to eat all day. I couldn't process my food. And so all of that, those energetic emotions actually do affect how we are consciously processing. I could check my my pulse and I noticed my pulse was all over the place. Some of it was covered and others of it was aggravated. And we talk about this more in teacher training, but just to give you a, a really high level overview, when, you're, when your pulse is aggravated, when you can notice that your pitta dosha is really sharp or vata is really, really aggressive, you'll notice that these qualities are moving into each other. And when you're crying and when you're purifying, that's a lot of air. You're taking in air and you're, you're letting it out. There's a lot of water coming out, which has to do with kapha dosha. You become very, very null and dull. And you don't want to do anything, and that really impacts the way that you um, have a healthy a healthy digestion or an imbalanced digestion. And I noticed that I didn't eat. I went to bed with no dinner. I was like, wow, I just realized I didn't eat anything today. And so, and I'm also very vata, as you can see, I talk with my hands. So that really happens a lot, and it's a real thing. It really happens. And I know that Amy Winehouse says in one of her songs, I was listening to Amy Winehouse, and she says, my, my guts churn, you know, my stomach, um, my stomach hurts and my guts churn. And when she says this, it's like the emotional process that she's going through, like she can't eat anything. Her stomach is all in knots and her emotions are taking the best of her at that point. And so we tend to rely externally 
without going internally and that tends to actually aggravate as well and so that's why I always want to say you know go back to those four points of having reverence for yourself having that self-care and compassion loving yourself truly by nourishing yourself properly taking those moments to receive the energy from outside as well which is the sun that vibrance of the sun and that nourishes the internal fire so the four principles that we learned, like I just talked about, are the reverence for all life to include yourself, sincerity, gentleness, and supportiveness. How are we supporting ourselves? What is your foundation? What is your structure? Kaphas are known for structure and foundation. They are responsible for our bones, our joints, our ligaments, all the things that are lubricating, cohesive. So how are you finding your structure? What is the root chakra of your structure? Okay, that's your foundation. And then in turn, you want to take note of how this universe is going to begin to open up for you. Now, that might sound kind of woo-woo, and I understand that that kind of uh, language might be a little bit woo-woo with the whole universe talk and all of that. But when we come back to Sankalpa, when we come back to attention to intention, then we understand that the universe, quote-unquote, is actually what's surrounding you, your composition, what is creating xyz for you that is how you're tuning into the universe the uni uni being one and verse being the story so how are you connecting to that one story around you and how is it processing within because this is how you're going to start to find your dharma and this is how you're going to start to create those daily balances for creating a healthy agni healthy digestive fire so you can then turn around and eliminate properly and let go and receive all right and honestly this really comes back to our second point and i'm going to share kind of like a low-key challenge but not really like you can do this on your own and i'm not gonna follow up with you every single day on it but Give yourself, I have a 40-day Kriya challenge that I do. I do this with my yoga teacher trainers in their Ayurvedic yoga teacher training. And it really helps them to hold themselves accountable for proper intake. And if you're on the blog, you'll see it today. Um, you just click the little shareable link and just download it. You can make your own copy of it if you like. And it's 40-day Kriya log. And how you do this is... You can make a spreadsheet, you can get a journal, and every single day you hold yourself accountable for something, whether it's today I'm going to eat nourishing food and I'm going to have breakfast every single day for the next 40 days. Awesome. So then you write that down. If you miss a day, this is a challenge. If you miss a day, you got to start all over again. All right? So that is the challenge. And so you start taking that. Maybe it's today I'm going to check in with myself or I'm going to do a five-minute meditation every day. And you hold yourself accountable for that every single day. And again, if you miss a day, then you just simply start all over again. When you get to day 30, you're definitely not going to want to miss a day, right? Because you've gone through it. You know, you've, you've already instilled this balance, this, um, this wonderful little thing. So uh, consistency is key. So we really want to focus on that. Maharishi Mahesh Yogi says that diet is anything that is taken in around you. Diet is anything that's taken in around you. And I can't emphasize it enough. And so everything that you take in around you, your surroundings, your environment, this is where you need to start to focus on 
is this person serving my greater good or do I need to get them out of my life? Is this job doing me a service or is it really aggravating me more? If you're having panic attacks before you're going to work, my friends, that is not the job for you. I don't care how cool the uniform is. I don't care how wonderful the environment is or how fabulous that they're selling anything there. If you are getting panic attacks before you're going to work, you are hurting, if not killing yourself. Okay? You need to make some conscious choices and some really strong ones at that. No job, no person, no thing is worth aggravating your digestive tract or your well-being. It is very, very important that you honor, number one, you honor, have reverence for yourself and for everyone around you, that your environment is key. So if your environment is not uh, supporting you, which again is point number four, if it's not supportive and it's not conducive to what is going to be helping you to get better, knock it out, get rid of it. Sometimes the truth hurts, and I'm sorry it does, but at the same time, the same saying says the truth hurts, but the truth will set you free. And if, you're, if you are willing to be free, then you're willing to go through just a short amount of trial so that you can have those triumphs. And as Ili Stovall says, you can't have any trials, you can't have any triumphs without any trials. And so you need to be able to find that. So then that way you can now reestablish the healthy balance within yourself. Okay. Very, very important. The same thing I want to also say to you is that Guru Ram Das, Guru Ji Ram Das says the same fire that burns also purifies. The same fire that burns also purifies. So this is your time now to purify yourself. This is your time now so that you are able to go through the digestive processes of understanding how to create that Sama Agni so you can rebalance out Vishama and Tikshna and Manda Agni. That way you're back into your wholeness. Where is your wholeness and where have you lost it? Who have you given your power to? What job have you given your power to? What person, what being, what environment? Because when we're giving away so much of ourselves, how are we refining ourselves? How are we balancing ourselves? And so we have so much to offer, so much to give, so much to share. But at the same time, how are we stoking our own fire? And so this I leave with you. If you wish to do your 40-day challenge or your 30-day challenge, you know, take that on. Take it on for yourself and give yourself the permission that you need to reinstill that fire within again. Okay, and then that way you can create those healthy balances and those healthy nutritional um, conscious choices so that you can reestablish the the Agni, that fire that burns and purifies. Okay, beautiful. Now, some some goody, goody, goody stuff for you. All right. For those of you that are here today or that made it this through and are still watching, I love you so much and I can't. Thank you enough for being a part of the journey and understanding how important it is to maintain and sustain healthy and conscious nutrition within your bodies because this is going to help you to combat these diseases and disorders that we are facing every single day. And it's not just COVID. It's also the flu. It's depression. It's trauma. It's all of those things. And so we want to make sure that we're combating those consciously. So 
I want to invite you over to the jbyfnola.org website where we have our membership program. We have tons of freebies that we give away there with informational resources through our blog. You can download the podcast there on iTunes and Spotify. You can hear all of these wonderful episodes again at your leisure and go at your own pace is the most important thing. And, um, We also have our YouTube channel that we have a plethora of classes, free classes for you there. Every single day we have a class that goes out at 8 a.m. And we also have our, um, God, we have so many things that we can give you. So many things are on our website. So we have the YouTube channel that's free. We have the free resources I just talked about on our blog that you can download. You can subscribe to all of these as well as our membership that we have monthly that's updated with tons of classes and tons of resource library information for you. Quick links to the Sharak Samita and all of the resources that we utilize in Ayurveda as well as in yoga. And... um, And then all of our partner and affiliates. So we have tons of our friends that we partner with and co-collaborate with that you can also connect with them for your own well-being and health. And lastly, we have our yoga retreats that we give out all of the time. And we're doing, we have the one for Costa Rica and we also have our retreat in Plano, Texas. We'll have a few of the ones in Texas, between Texas and Louisiana. And we'll end up in Texas and South Padre in September. So lots to learn. Again, it's the sacred rhythm and healing that we're going to be doing an Ayurvedic workshop and sacred rhythm indigenous drumming, which is from the voodoo uh, tradition. And we're bringing them all together so that you can really fully understand your entire prakriti or your makeup over the course of a few weekends. So much, much love y'all. And I will be seeing you very, very soon. Namaste. Thank you all so much for participating in today's wonderful podcast. As always, it's such a joy and an honor to share in the space with all of you and hold the space together as a collective. I invite you to support my life's work on Teachable. For those of you that would like continuing education units, Teachable will be the go-to for your membership. I'm looking forward to growing together and meeting you all. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and introduce yourself. I would love to follow you back and subscribe to our YouTube channel for free classes that are posted weekly. Looking forward to our next chat together and I'll see you online, in person, in an immersion or on this podcast. See you soon. From my heart to yours, much love and namaste.